28 degrees. Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News. The high today, 22, the low tonight. Sunday's high, 30, low 15. Monday, 32, low 19. 38 on Tuesday, 32 Wednesday, 31 on Thursday, 34 on Friday. No precip in the forecast. Iowa traffic fatalities will top 2022, according to the latest figures from iowadot.gov. 375 people have died on Iowa roadways. That is 42 more than this time one year ago. Iowa State Patrol Trooper and District 4 Public Information Officer Shelby McCready says for as long as she can remember, the Iowa State Patrol has aimed to keep traffic fatalities under 300. However, Traffic fatalities have dramatically increased since 2020. When that kind of a trend happens, we look at the causes, and one of the causes that has been increasing over the past several years is distraction. So when you talk about what is causing these fatalities, what is causing the increase, one of the things that's jumping out at us is distraction. McCready says legislation passed several years ago, which people often call the texting law, She says when looking at the fatality event, this is only half of the puzzle. The other half of the puzzle um, is hands-free, and Iowa currently is not hands-free. And so that's been legislation that's been introduced for several years. Last year, um, we were really close to getting it. The Senate actually passed the hands-free bill. Um, but it failed in the House. And Trooper McCready says the Iowa State Patrol is supporting this legislation again in 2024 to pass a hands-free law and reverse a trend that has been ongoing for the last several years. That is going to basically fulfill that puzzle and help save lives. In the meantime, Trooper McCready says they're educating people to voluntarily keep the phone out of their hands while operating a vehicle because she says there is a direct correlation between fatal crashes and distractions, which will help save lives. Well, the First Lady of Florida, Casey DeSantis, stopped in Atlantic on a Friday afternoon. Katie Saluk has this report. Casey DeSantis, Florida First Lady and wife to Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis, made a stop in Atlantic Friday afternoon. Casey discussed various topics, including law enforcement. We've also been extremely supportive of law enforcement and safe communities. Having law enforcement's back, Ron is the only governor in the country who has removed Soros-backed prosecutors from office when they refuse to enforce the law as written. She also touched on policies in regards to law enforcement. But you see, some of those policies make communities less safe, and that is why you see people fleeing places like California and coming to the free state of Florida and coming to places like Iowa because they want safe communities. They want law enforcement. Casey also spoke on how their only agenda is to provide a future for our kids, your kids, and your grandkids. If you really want somebody to go up and clean house in Washington, we can talk about the bureaucracy, we can talk about the weaponization, we can talk about the border and the American dream, what the Federal Department of Education is doing. I mean, all these things that we need to do are to reform Washington to make it work for we, the people. There is one guy who, no matter what you throw at him, he will hold the line for you because we don't have any other agenda than to provide a future for our kids, your kids, and your grandkids. That's it. That's all that we want to do. Casey also stopped today at IHOP in Waukee, Three C's Diner in Corning, and Barley's in Council Bluffs as part of Ron's Never Back Down Tour. Well, the 2024 Iowa Republican Presidential Caucus will take place January 15th. Katie Saluk has more on this. In Cass County, the caucus is held at various locations throughout the county, according to Precinct. 
KSOM News spoke to Cass County Republican co-chairman Leanne Pellet, who shared how the registration process works. The Iowa GOP has a list per precinct of every registered Republican to caucus. There's a list there. They have to check in. If their name is not on that list, there is a voter registration form they will have to fill out. You have to be a registered voter in order to attend the caucus. They may attend after they fill that out. They need to be there before 7. Doors close at 7. Pellet also noted that your caucus location may not be the same as your traditional voting location. And those are different from when you go vote. They're not always the same. So if you necessarily were in Ward 4 and go vote at the United Church of Christ, that's your voting place. Your caucus place for 2024 for Ward 4 is at the Atlantic Public Library. So you can't assume that where you vote is where the caucus is. Pellet shared that the caucus is an open discussion for everyone present. Usually the campaigns will identify a person that they want to speak on behalf of that presidential candidate. Anybody can stand up and say, this is why I think we should vote for this person. It's open discussion. You know, you're, you're not an appointed person. You can say what you want when you want during that time. And then they take a total of how many for this candidate, how many for this candidate, how many for this candidate, and that's what that reporter or recorder calls into the state. The caucus will take place on January 15th across the state. Voters can gather at their respective precinct locations and hear open discussion from attendees. After discussion, they will receive secret ballots to cast their votes. These votes determine the number of delegates given to each candidate. Once the votes are tallied, the results are announced to caucus participants. Along with the presidential caucus election, precinct representatives and county delegates are elected as well. These county delegates will attend the county convention on February 17th. Voters should expect a publication in the Atlantic News-Telegraph with caucus locations based on precinct in the next two weeks. To find out what precinct you are located in, call the Cass County Auditor's Office at 712-243-4572. And I'm Katie Saluk reporting. Thanks, Katie. It's been a busy month at the Des Moines International Airport, but after New Year's, things may cool off some. Leisure traffic after the holidays does slow down a little bit, looking at January and February, but then it really spikes up. Uh, for spring break. Kayla Kovarna with the Des Moines International Airport says they can see a record 3 million passengers at the airport this year. She says they've been pleased to see an increase in business travel, which has been lagging since the pandemic. Kovarna says Des Moines holiday travelers had few delays and cancellations compared to other areas. Well, the Mount Crescent Ski area in western Iowa, about 15 miles northeast of Omaha, will push back through opening day due to warmer than anticipated seasonal temperatures. Staff say they simply need more snow on the ground before they're able to open. Earlier this year, Mount Crescent to plan a tentative December 30th date. Now staff hope to reopen by January 3rd, but say it will likely be longer. Despite the weather delay, they're still planning on an 8- to 10-week-long season. Staff says the snowmaking team is doing everything they can to open, but they need some help from Mother Nature. And there will be one final chance to hit it big in the Powerball this year. Saturday's drawing features a jackpot of $760 million. The cash option on that works out to nearly $383 million. The Powerball continues to climb again after staggering $1.7 billion Powerball jackpot, the second largest in history, was won in California in October of this year. 
Meanwhile, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is sitting at $92 million. I'm Tom Robinson. ABC News is next.